thanks, Jeff. You guys are a huge inspiration to me. I really appreciate everything you do. Okay. God, thank you so much for the kind the kind words. I can't stress enough. And, and trust me, keep the, keep them coming. All right, keep them coming. Um, but the folks that consume and apply the information that we teach. You guys are the real heroes and guys is slash girl, ladies, you girls, you guys, you people, you folks. Okay. Um, it's so important. It's so important. So thank you to you. Next. Oh, going live. <laughs> now we're live. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Wednesday. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody around the world. And um, we're here. We weren't going to do this till tomorrow night, but it's like my, fa my, my family stuff was done by 4.30. You know what I mean? It's like kids are already wiped out. You know, it's like we're done. I think a lot of families are like. I know. Uh, my family does more Christmas Eve stuff. I think a lot of people Day. do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, but, you know, we're here. It's Wednesday night. We're here. What a great way to, what a great way to you know, spend the night. Um, so, hey, everybody, how are you? My name is Jeff Gelman of Salad Canine Training. This is Joelle. And Joelle um, does a lot of things. She's at all the seminars with me, and she documents them. She's our social media head. Um, we're actually starting a, a, a rekindling our social media company called Jeff Gelman Media in 2020, helping out small businesses, not just in dog training, but small businesses um, around the world um, with um, just like a lot of the little stuff that we do. Little descriptions, little one-minute clips, you know, the headers and the footers, you know, and all the captioning, things like that. Simple things, nothing nothing too sophisticated at all. We like to, you know, you're doing nothing and we're just bringing up one level. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Nothing fancy. Um, and then um, we've got something called Jeff Gilman Seminars. And the last seminar is... This weekend, which is two days from now, it's in yeah. Providence. And actually, if you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, hit the Providence, you'll notice there's some some really, really cool um, free stuff that people can get, which I never do. Like seminars never go on sale. None of our services ever go on sale. I actually just don't believe in that. This is literally a last-minute seminar. We announced this. I mean, it's not like it's last minute, but we're like, you know what? We only announced it maybe a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, it's like, what do you think about doing a seminar like Christmas weekend? Like, who's going to go? It's like... But believe it or not, there'll be probably close to 40 people there already. Yeah. So um, still some audit tickets left. I think there might be one or two working spots left. So check that out. Um, uh, uh, and then we've got the training center here, which dogs, you know, we, we they're dogs. They We had staff here today, um, you know, even though we were officially closed. I mean, dogs don't know what day of the week it is. It was sort of a rest day for them, though. They just got rotated and, and pottied and they ate and obviously got fed and, you know, made sure they were okay. Um just no official training went on except for shutting up. So training, you know, it's like, think about this. Like there's, there's, there's over 30 dogs here and no, there's no noise. Mm -hmm. There's no noise other than uh, Wes was snoring and, yeah. and my dogs are farting, but mm -hmm. they do the silent deadly ones. Um, so uh, this, the, the training center is pretty much on a 95.5. If you've never heard the show before, I'm just going to do a quick in intro on that. It's like 95% reward-based, 5% punitive-based, where my show and my seminars are almost 100% punitive-based. Everybody, everybody goes to my seminars because they want, they're actually called problem-solving seminars. They want to know how to stop stuff. Like That's what the seminar is about. Um, if I was going to do a how to play tug, which by the way is a great thing for your dog to learn, it would be 
focused on that. Um, so how to socialize dogs, we focused on that. Um, and we, we can do all those skill sets, but that's just not what like the seminars are for. I um, mean, then this show, if you go down and you look at all the questions, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? Again, um, through the active um, an inhibitor, a punisher, a correction, call it what you want. I use the word punishment. Um, so people have to learn how to do that right. The, the biggest key, whenever we talk about punishment, always remember this. It's from an unemotional state of mind and from the tone and the energy from your body. It's just matter of fact. There should be no emotion in it. Just matter of fact. No. That's why we like our remote collar. So um, no yelling, no screaming. It's just no. No marker and then consequence. <clears throat> and that's just step one, by the way. Like, there's a lot of work that goes on after that. But we'll go over that. And it's really working out really well. We're getting some wonderful... You, you, you followed... You, did you spend too much time on our social today? Or you take a break, hopefully? Um, no, I've been checking it for okay. all day. So you're, so <laughs> I'm you're, seeing but, it all. But you're seeing all the people that are yeah. like, holy shit, I had my dog out for the first family meal ever. Yeah. I had cool. 20 people at my house. Because a lot of this stuff's coming in as private messaging, direct messaging. But there's also some comments that mm-hmm. people are putting. It's like, I had my first... I've never been able to have my dogs out when one or two people come over, let alone 20. Yeah. My dogs didn't rush the door. My dogs did stay quiet. My dogs didn't bark. Like, it's incredible. And these are people we've never met before. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. So, um, and the the year's not over yet, man. We still got a a lot planned for the rest of the year. So, um, uh, anyway. So, you ask a question. um, Joelle reads it. And then... um, um, I answer it. So Joelle does uh, uh, social media. She's got a great team of five people. And then she does the seminars. And then she actually trains dogs here as, dogs here as well. She's one of four of our trainers. Um, let's go. There's a little dollar sign at the end. People are like, what's this dollar oh sign? And when, why are people top chat? And why do you answer some questions first? You absolutely do not have to pay to play. It's a 90-minute show. We do get to everyone. Try to give us a thumbs up if you've got a thumbs up. If you don't like the show, there's always at least one or two thumbs down. That's fine. I love you guys anyway. Um, if you're not part of our, our family, our social media family, join, hit Solid Canine Training and then hit the alert button so you get notified about when we put up videos. We've got so many videos out there. So let's go. All righty. Maddie, hello everyone. Happy holidays. Hey, Maddie, hey, how Maddie. are you? Is that our Maddie? Yeah. Thanks, Maddie. We love you. Thank you so much for being here last minute, Maddie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hope I didn't take you away from your family and tell your family that I said that I love them and happy holidays and they did a great job raising you because you're pretty cool. You're pretty cool, Maddie. Next. I love my pit bull. Merry Christmas, all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You, t- you too. Michelle Anderson, happy holidays, Jeff Joel, Maddie, and the whole Solid Canine family. Awesome. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Is that that mm. fresh ground coffee? Watch our stories on this. Instagram stories, watch it. And did you just see that expression she just made? Mm? Good. Okay. Just watch the stories. Okay. And then we're going to do some, please don't mock her. Don't attack her. She just didn't know. Next. Conrad, Merry Christmas, guys. You are absolutely amazing and deserve a good rest, even though I know you won't stop. Keep it up. Um, <laughs> I tried to rest today. This is the thing, guys. This is it. Rest to me makes me restless. If that Agreed. makes sense. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I could be doing so much more. And it's not because, I, I, and I don't think it's a negative. I just don't. I don't think it's a negative. I love what I do. I'm like, I I, I wanted to email in all my emails and, and text messaging was just wishing their families well. But there's so many things that I want to be like. You don't have to, don't do this today, but tomorrow morning, can you start working on this? Like, cause we've dealt with, we've got a huge, huge support staff now. Um, they work in the background on all our different projects. Um, virtual workers, guys, come on next. 
Um, Karen. Hi, Jeff and Joella. Maddie. Hello. Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry. I was waiting for a question. No. Hey, Karen, how are you? Michelle P., I'm super sick today, and the sad season uh, hits me pretty hard every year. I was yeah. looking forward to the live today. Thank you. So as far as, you know, a lot of people out there, um, they struggle with, you know, holiday depression, holiday anxiety. A lot of people are alone. I just want you to know. Okay, let me just give you a good example. There are people out there that have got lots of people around them that feel alone. And that there are people that are physically alone that don't feel alone. Having physical people around you does not mean you are not alone. You can still feel lonely in a group, in a crowd. So I want you to know if you are actually physically alone, you're not alone. Number one, I love you. So I care about you. And there's no fucking way I'm the only one that does. There's no way. Um, What's a great thing to do is I used to work in, I, I mean, I wasn't, uh, I didn't do this because I was alone, but I don't know if you even knew this about me, but I used to do um, every um, Thanksgiving, I worked at a, um, at a, at a shelter. Um, I helped, I, I moved up from like busing tables to actually into the kitchen, helping them prep food. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah there's, there's, there's people that were there for like 20 years, like they've been volunteering for 20 years, so you have to work yourself up. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, it was a great feeling. I've done that before. Yeah, it was too. a great feeling. I did it every year consistently. Consistently. So I actually brought my own knife because I, I was in charge of carving turkeys too. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. So there's there's plenty of things to do. Lots of people out there need need your love and they need you on this earth. So um, if you struggle during the holidays, let's get through these fucking holidays together. Okay? Next. Tommy, hi J and J. Happy holidays. Two as well, man. Thank you. Canadian girl. All the best for a Merry Christmas and a fantastic 2020. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. True story. Yep. Um, Linda, thanks for taking the time on Christmas. My pleasure. It really is my pleasure. Jack Wynn, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Joelle, Jeff, and everyone tuning in live. Well, thank you. Well, this is going to be just like a thank you show. I know, right? Okay. I love it. Yeah. Um, Sabrina, Merry Christmas to the whole Gelman family and to Joelle. You're like family to me. Awesome. It's good Aww. to know. And I'll pass that on to the Gelman family. Kibu, hi Jeff and Joelle, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Renee, hey J&J, Happy Holidays. My kind of corso will try to bite me when he's in his crate and I try to adjust his collar. It first started in the backseat of the car mm. and now he's sensitive to me touching his neck. Even when he's outside the crate and gives me the side eye, how can I work through this? So a couple of things. Number one, um, obviously you should be able to, you know, I mean, if your dog's lying down sleeping, I can sometimes we see how that happens and we still want to work the dog through this. What we would actually do is I would correct that that, that like that side eye stuff, you can correct that. And then I would actually use a, so that's step one. Step one is you're thinking about biting me or you are going to bite me. I have to correct it. You know, you have to. Step two though is now the clicker food protocol of, of believe it or not, my hand goes towards you. You don't give me side eye, click reward. And you can use the word yes if you want to, but it's just a great clicker food thing. And you use the dog's daily food. You don't have to use high value rewards or anything like that. Just you like feed the dog like that. And then eventually you're going to be pretty much, we have, we have taken dogs that literally you touch their collar, they bite your hand to you grabbing the collar with two hands and going like this, like you're like driving, you're a NASCAR racer on a dog within two weeks. So that's how you want to do it. That's how you want to do it next. But the, but don't, the most important thing is you've got to stop the thought process of that dog even thinking about biting you. Next. Dana, low growl when dog is being pet. How would you address that? Um, I need some more context to that. Is it eating? Is it chewing? Is it playing with something? Is it sleeping? Is it lying down? Um, 
is it a child? Is it an adult? Um, uh, you know, what, you know, what else is going on? I'm against 99% of growling, almost 100% the human dog growling relationship. Um, dog dog stuff. There's a lot more leeway because their dogs are communicating with each other. Um, but you want to advocate for your dog, so. So what I would do is I need a little bit more context, but bottom line is you're probably going to be correcting the growling next. Holding on dog training. Love that you are on your podcasts are my take a break time. Happy holidays. Can't wait to see y'all in February in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. February Pearson, Florida. Go to Jeff Gelman seminar. It's our first seminar of 2020. We've got 28, I think scheduled seven countries and um, we're taking January off and we're going to be producing a shitload of content in January. Yep. Next. D. Hardy, Merry Christmas. How much time do you recommend daily for obedience training? I make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. Like right now, I'm at the office, so my dogs are in their crates. Um, crate door is open, but it doesn't make a difference. They just kennel up, you know. Um, right now, Joelle's got Wes in a crate, and then Bert's on a place cot. If we were at if we were at my home, um, you wouldn't she wouldn't bring her dogs. But my three dogs would be like on the floor, lying in place. Um, if you're in your living room right now, like watching the show right now, your dog should be lying down. That's training. But if you want to do active stuff like drills and stuff, believe it or not, 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. They're like, guess what? We're going to train. And then just make it a lifestyle. You know, then you've got your structured walk. Then you've got shut up in car rides. And just, just like literally make it a lifestyle. Next. Marnie Cool Dog. Merry Christmas to you all, including staff. Thank you so much. Yeah. But, and to, big shout out to the staff. Solid Canine Training staff. We had two employees that came in today, Julia and Ben, correct? Mm -hmm. So, Julia, thank you. Um, um, uh, uh, you know, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Ben, thank you. I know you had to probably take time away from your family. I really appreciate you. But then everybody else, obviously, in the company, I appreciate all of you. Next. Um, Maddie posted the link to the seminar website. Awesome. Thank Look you. Look at her. Britt. I've been so impressed with my German Shepherd lately. She's seen kids and teens play basketball and down. So happy not to get dragged. Been having good walks. Going to awesome. stay positive. Britt, please, please. Britt, you're doing great. Flip everything, man. Flip everything. Flip that filter. We've already, we talked. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Next. Linda, you've helped so many people doing this and we appreciate it so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, that's, well, I'm just getting started, guys. I mean, I'll be 54 in soon. Two weeks. Yep. Two weeks, and um, I, I'm got, I've got a, I'm, I'm halfway through my life. January seventh, everyone. Shush, I'm halfway through my life, so I'll be 54, um, and I'm, I'm halfway through, and I'm just getting started. Oh man, 2020, 2020 is going to be um, a game changer for this company, for me, um, um, for pro probably for you. I don't know what all your plans are, but I know we've talked about some plans um, um, as far as company company stuff. And you've mentioned some of your personal um, your personal um, dreams. Um, so I'm really excited for 2020. Mm -hmm. Really excited. Next. Hell, hell, let me just rephrase. I'm excited for tomorrow. True yeah. story. Yeah. Lexi, got the prong collar. It's been amazing. But in heel, tries to constantly get ahead, slowly sliding ahead of me when leash is yep. loose. Yep. Done the introduction, knows pressure, and can pass dogs well. Good. But still tries to push ahead. Doesn't pay attention to my speed. Tried new introduction, 180 turns, etc. Pays attention for max of five minutes. Goes back to rushing yep. forward. Okay. Nonsense or something else. Um, you got to push your dog. So what I would do is, um, we are going to make a spatial pressure video. We'll do that. That's on the list. Um, the 180 that I do, do my 180. Like a real 180. Not just turning 180. Do a real 180 turn. Also, turn into the dog. Turn away from the dog. Also, what I want you to do for one week and one week straight, walk variable speeds up and down your driveway. Sits, downs. Turn in. Turn away. 
really, it's a big mind fuck for the dog is just like mix it all up, up and down your driveway. And then one house, week two, one or two houses over. What depends if, I mean, if you live in a country and the next house is a mile away. No, but like a couple houses down, a couple houses over, a couple houses down. Back up your driveway, back down your driveway before you head out into the big, big, big world. We work dogs for one week inside our training center before we take them off property. Like, I want you to have a skill set dog. So I'm preparing you for them, the real world. Next. Um, sad. Hey guys, thanks so much for all the free content and all the loving support. I'm listening to you as I do Christmas dishes with my wife, Season, Sunshine Harrison. Oh, oh. she's excited about the new e collar. Where does she start with it? Um, place is a good one to do. So a good first, first of all, you know, fit it, working level, as far as obedience commands, place is great. Next. Um, Linda, if anyone is considering doing a Skype session with Jeff, do it. He gave so many great training tips to my son and his Roddy. Worth it for sure. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Kibu, how do you handle someone who's absolutely terrified of a dog? We put him in his crate, but everyone, especially the host, feel really badly for the dog. I felt bad for the terrified child. Oh, it's a child? So don't feel bad for the dog. Like, the host feels bad for the, the dog? How about the terrified child? So what you do is just advocate for the child. Advocate for the child. So like, what would make you feel better, young, young man or young woman? Um, and they might have had just a really bad experience. Also, they might have had bad programming. So I live in a very um, multicultural neighborhood where even if I took like a little terrier – Terriers can be pretty nasty, but a little terrier for a walk. Back when I used to have the boarding train on my property, like any dog we took for a walk, kids would jump out of the way. Literally jump out of the way. Sometimes scream. Literally screaming. A lot of kids are raised that all dogs are bad. Um, so what you wanted, so there's there's the programming they might get from their, their, their parents. There's programming from television. There's programming from the news media. Um, there might be programming from their own dogs. So what you want to do is... Um, uh, you need to then advocate for the child next, and tell the tell the person that feels bad the dogs in the crate to go fuck themselves next. Dana, we had company. He was being pet by a ten year old. We had company today at my mom's. I made him come to me and lie down. He was wearing his e collar, and I was hesitant to correct near the child. I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, remember, th these are just tools. The training is what's mo most important. I tried. To, I was going to do a live yesterday, but I was like, I got to get home, and I was going to do a live, and you were already gone, and you usually do the lives from your phone, and I'm like, I got to go, guys. I got to go, and I was just going to do a live with. I think Cass was here, and Brittany was there, and there was like, it was the end of the day, so there's only maybe five or six dogs, and they're all out in place, and I wanted to talk about Wolfie and how far he's come. And, yeah, come and, and oh, it's a she. Yeah, it's like I've actually only, I've only, so Cass left yesterday for Canada. I never pet Wolfie until yesterday because Wolfie was terrified of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So Wolfie is just, and I don't work in the training center that much. I'm like always in my office, but Wolfie has seen me open, you know, walk past Wolfie and you know, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Wolfie just gets comfortable with people by just seeing them more. Yes. I didn't interact with them. And I really wanted to talk about the concept of existence. Yeah. Just like exist. Like all these dogs lying around here seeing stuff is like, that's how dogs get comfortable with everything. Mm -hmm. Literally everything. Like right now there are, I think, I think we're, we're I think a couple of dogs, we've got what, nine, nine or 10 dogs in boarding train right now. 11. 11 dogs. I thought a couple <laughs> went home. Maybe they're going home they're this going week. They're going home this weekend. Okay, got it. So, so eleven dogs. Like, and then there's all the dogs that are in boarding, and it's like it's you can hear a pin drop in this building. It's just like no. Oh, they're great today. Yeah, yeah, yep. And they haven't gone out for a walk. I'm about to sneeze. Haven't gone out for a walk. Um, 
They haven't been exercised. They haven't been trained. They've been, you know, they're not like 24-7 lockdown, but it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a holiday. Staff deserves a break, mm-hmm. you know, but so, it, but you train for that. You mm-hmm. train for that. Next. Um, Murph, Merry Christmas. My boyfriend's Prezuk always nips and bites when he gets overexcited. Yep. It's so painful. Yep. I made a bonker and it has no effect. I think my strength is the issue. Can't afford an e-collar. Strength may not be an issue. You're just, can, believe it or not, just like you just like you load a clicker, you've got to load the bonker. And what you do is you have to teach the dog what the, the, dog what the word no means. So it's always no and then bonk. Um, it's a timing issue. Um, you can also try the remote collar. I mean, also, there's a lot of other ways. I mean, all I know is this. If a large breed dog put its mouth on me, there'd be a pretty firm um, consequence. Um, uh, There has to be. There has to be. Next. My boy. Hi, my 11-month-old pup was very well behaved while having family over last night and today. I made sure I was ready with high-value treats when someone new came in the door, sit, stay, and all. How do I calm him down Mm. from being so excited and jumpy? So what you want to do is... You, so this is what you have to do, and this is what people struggle with this sometimes. It's like, it's an arousal issue. Believe it or not, you would eliminate the arousal with a bonker and then put the dog in place. Forget sit-stay. Stop with the sit-stays. Stop with the high-value rewards. I mean, if it works for you, keep doing it. But but what you can do instead is teach the dog place. All that arousal, I don't care that your dog's, of course, your dog's happy to see you, but your dog can be happy to see somebody nip them out of excitement, out of arousal. They can't control themselves. So this is what I want. Somebody comes to the door, you don't bark. Somebody walks in and you're just like, eh, there's another person. That's what I want. That doesn't mean the dog will not be friendly or happy-go-lucky or when it's time to play, it won't be like, go run full blast out. My dogs are high-drive dogs. We have high-drive dogs that come in here. Like, don't miss, miss misconstrue misconstrue a calm dog for a lazy dog right it's like teach your dog how to do nothing having them in a sit stay like and then feeding them rewards actually is getting them jacked up and we get by the way we reward based train here as well a ton next Kibu, the child is an exchange student from Korea, and lots of dogs are feral and wild. Yes, correct. Didn't bother me. Kibu was in a crate all day. I felt bad for the girl. Please explain how to help a child's dog fear. Um, exposure. More and more exposure. Anyangaseo. Um, no, that's not. She speaks Korean. Uh, Korean is. Um, that was Korean. Anyangaseo. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's hello. Anyangaseo is is goodbye. Um, so um, you know, all exposure. Exposure. It, that's 10 years of conditioning. A lot of wild dogs, a lot of feral dogs, a lot of meat-eating dogs over there. It's a different culture. No no shaming or criticism. Um, they're, they're, they're good, a lot of them are considered livestock. Um, and, and I think that, that it's important that all you can do is just get the dog around well-behaved dogs, but also that you want to get make sure they understand that Every dog's not like that, but probably not until they're really comfortable. They probably know that every dog's not like that. Um, they probably already got that part. Um, I don't think, I mean, it's a different culture. So there's a lot of like when you go over to um, the Middle East, it's a way different culture. I remember I had one client and they were moving to a country. Um, uh, it's a, it was a politician, I believe, and they were moving to be an ambassadorship. And it was in a country where, where dogs actually, are, they're not used to having dogs inside and um, the dogs were going to be inside. So all the hired help was like, you know, what, what the heck is going on here? You know, this works better. It's okay. I'll put this here just in case. Um, so all you can do is just get the dog to exist with the dog. Go on a walk. Go on a walk with a child. Just go on a walk with a child. And this is assuming the dog's going to be well-behaved. So dog on your left, child on your right. Next. 
Renee, thank you for answering my question. You guys are great. 2020 will be a great year for a lot of people, and your company is responsible for the majority of the success. Much love to you all. Well, okay, thank you. I'd, I'd like to think it's bigger than that, but, but thank you. Thank you. Um, Crystal, just got an e-collar from my dog. Should she sleep with it on? Oh, gosh, no. Only if there's whining at 4 a.m. No, no, no. Um, wake up in the morning, put the equipment on, take it off at night. Um, but um, the only time you leave a collar on it, and you rotate it every three to four hours so you don't get pressure sores. Um, the, it's a training collar, so when you're actively doing training. The only time you would leave it on at night is if you've got a lot of crate nonsense going on in the middle of the night or the dog's getting up early with barking and then you know it doesn't have to go out. It's just being a pain in the ass. Next. Um, but And also, by the way, it does come with an owner's manual. Next. Grace, do you do a pack walk for every seminar? Can anyone attend the walk or do you need to also attend the seminar? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. First of all, thanks for the thumbs down, guys. Um, um, no, 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 no. Uh, seminars are private. They're extremely private because there's a lot of safety protocols that are in, in the place. We don't do usually do a pack walk because we're trying to get through these dogs and a pack walk really is important. Um, we sort of did a pack walk um, at the last one that's just to show, because someone, that was what they wanted. In fact, they did the testimonial on that. They're like, I just want my dog to be able to join a pack walk. And I'm like, well, let's just go out and do one right now. Mm-hmm. So we just did our own little pack walk. Yeah. Um, so, um, but but no, our seminars are private. Nobody comes into them from the outside. And that's a safety protocol. It's not even a money issue. It's like, no, it's not a money issue. Yep, next. Michelle, a trainer approached me and he was watching me work place at the store. He questioned the implied stay. I said that it builds duration as we go as well as proofs it. I think I explained it okay. Yeah, but even, but you didn't even have to explain it at all. Well, I mean, if you were to be nice to you and asking, you know, some people like you're looking for an argument. So, um, cool. I'm glad, glad for your, 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 you know, your, I usually don't have, I've got a huge amount of patience, huge amount of patience. Okay, I've been patient for 15 years, okay? So, um, <laughs> but when it comes to, when it comes to put certain things, I'm like, I've heard that line before and I know where this is going. It's like. You always know. There's always. You like always a... know. I've been doing this for a long time. So you always know. So, you know, I think the, it, the implied stay is this. Why use the word when you still have to train the word? Dog is an, it's an English word. Stay is an English word. It has zero meaning to a dog. Next. Nicole, how the heck do I stop crate whining? He's usually good. But when there are dogs in the house, he's yep. awful, whining, crying even after shaking the crate or bonking it? Um, remote collar. You might have to take the dog out, bonk, put him back in. Next. Jenny, no questions today. Just stopping by to wish you guys a happy holiday. Oh, happy holidays, Jenny. Thank you. Martin. Thanks, for th- thanks for the drive-by. <laughs> Martin, are there any good e-collars that are worth it under $100? Not that I'm aware of. So stop. Um, so if you drink, so no alcohol, no cigarettes. Um, um, st- stop going out for coffee. Make your own. Um, pack your own lunch. And what I want you to do is uh, save up that extra 80 bucks and get yourself an e-collar technology one. Next. Kibu, we'll have several opportunities to expose her until June 2020 and would like to help her get over her fear, even if it's just with Kibu, who is good with kids. Where do do you live? Where where do you live? Tell me where you live. Next. (laughs) Britt, hey, I got a question. Is it okay to watch... Wait, is it okay to witch hands on walks and put the leash over my hand, not giving a lot of leash? Yeah. Or is it better with more leash? I love running with my German Shepherd. I love you guys. Whatever works for you. If you want to use the leash just as your backup, just in case, absolutely. Next. 
Dana, so how would you recommend I work on this? How would I correct? I do not want this to continue. Which one is that? Oh, I think this is the dog that growled when a 10-year-old child went to pet it. Okay, that's that, that's a Skype. And not because I want you to pay for anything, but there's a lot of counter conditioning that has to go into that. What I want you to do is get the 10-year-old person to just walk by your dog. I want your dog to learn how to exist with the 10-year-olds. And just to let you know, I don't let people pet my dogs. And my, you can literally get on the floor and spoon with my dogs. You can give them belly rubs. You can spoon with them. You can hug them. You can touch their ears. You can open up their mouth. I just don't want people to pet them because I'm trying to change the world. So why can't we just have this 10-year-old just exist with the dog? Let's teach this 10-year-old to just exist. Start with existence first. Um, that's it. If you have a nervous child approaching a dog, it's not unusual. And they do this hesitant thing. By the way, I don't do bite work other than like I'm a handler, but it's like, Maybe my decoys will t talk to you about this or anybody that teaches bite work, but that's like that movement right there actually gets the dog to bite. So that hesitant, that hesitant thing. So what you want to do is you would say either you pet or you don't pet. I'd rather just get the child around the dog, around the dog. Next. Ethan, happy holidays. Thanks for all the awesome content you guys put out. You're welcome. Also, keep in mind that a lot of dogs don't like to get petted. Next. Elaine, Merry Christmas, Jeff and Joelle. Joelle, I really love your hair color. Oh, it oh, is, yeah. You. She's got your hair done, what, a couple days ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I lightened it up again. Yep. Karen, took my 12-month-old to Christmas breakfast at a friend's place and got loads of compliments on wow. his behavior. Dog was tied to place and my friend said dog was calm, not pulling on the leash. Nice. Very nice. Excellent. Next. The dog house. Merry Christmas, Jay and Jay. I knew this was going to be my very worst Christmas, but I just want to say I was so happy to see you guys were doing this live. Thanks so much for tonight, even on Christmas. So you're welcome. And, and whatever, you're but whatever you're struggling with, this too shall pass. Yeah. And I'm not religious, but this too will pass. Okay? I want you to know that right now, this too will sh shall pass. And I, I am not a religious person. I don't go to temple. Um, I was raised Jewish. I don't go to temple. I don't go to church. I, any, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't. And what I'm saying is it's like, but this too will pass. And because it has a lot of meaning to me. It has a huge amount of meaning to me. Because I have had struggles with every day different things. And I always have to remind, re remind myself that this too, this too shall pass. And then also you work on stuff. Work on putting positive. A big suggestion, if you watch the news, stop watching the news. If you read newspapers, please stop reading newspapers. Plug into audiobooks and podcasts and putting th in read, depending on how you learn best, um, on really positive stuff. It's incredible what, what is out there right now. The, the words of wisdom, um, the, the voice of wisdom, the, 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 the videos of wisdom. That, 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 and then when you start doing it and it's in you every day, how you can dramatically change the world. Also, surround yourself with positive people. Like, if, you're, if you go and you see your family and all they do is bitch and complain and gossip, fuck all you. I'm not coming over for Christmas meals anymore. I mean, that, that's, not, that's not my life. I'm just saying it's like, but fuck you all. No. I'm going to go take a vacation. I'm going to do something for myself. Like, so I come over here on a tradition, but I leave feeling like shit because all you negative people, fuck that. I'm not going to do this anymore. No. You guys either get your shit straight or I'm out of here. If you go out with your friends and all they do is bitch and complain, say, guys cut the shit or I'm leaving. 
If we're going to get together and all we're going to do is gossip and all we're going to do is bitch and complain, well, fucking get a better job. Get a better boyfriend. Get a better spouse. Get a better life. Life is short. You live one time. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. We're all in God's waiting room, right? So it's like, enough already. Stop it. Put positivity through your brain every fucking day. Just stop. Next. Damn, that was a good clip. What? Maddie. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not mad either. No shit, you're not mad. Yeah. Who said you were mad? I'm passionate as fuck. Next. That quote, though, speaking of, this too shall pass. Yeah, where's that from? Is that religious? That's my favorite quote. In 2020, I'm going to get it tattooed. Wow. On my bicep. I've been saying it for like 10 years. I think it's time. Uh, cool. We'll Next. see. <laughs> what do you mean, we'll see? I'm just like, things that are permanent really freak me out. <laughs> We'll see. The tattoos, it's like, ooh, what if I don't like it in 10 years? Yeah. Piercings I can get rid of. Tattoos Husbands, husbands you can get rid of. Right. <laughs> tattoos are forever. A little bit expensive, but you can get rid of them. But yeah. I, I do, I love that quote. Then get it done. Yeah. And you can have a tattoo removed. I guess so. The problem is you flex in the mirror so much that it's a daily reminder. That's why I would get it on my bicep. <laughs> I know. I know. I've seen the photos. Next. Ethan. Yes. I recently introduced the prong collar to my dog. He does well inside, but when we're outside and he feels the slightest leash pressure, he crocodile rolls and won't move. Yep. Just work him through it. Work him through it. Yep. Stand there and be like, you're going to really do that, silly? Yeah. <laughs> silly? Yep. The dog house. My dog's had a great day today, and that makes me happy. Good. My dog's okay. had a great day today, Okay. Too. The dog house... That's good. I won't discount that. How about you? Next. Well, she said it makes her happy. I know. No, I'm not going to discount it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to discount it. Dad, no matter who roughhouses with our son, Emma inevitably thinks he's being attacked and gets aggressive. How do you help a dog understand play versus danger? Um, okay. The dog should instinctively know, but a lot of we deal with that a lot. You teach the dog the out command. I have a video called out, but out, get you know, away from a human. Get away from a human, all right? Watch that video. We have couples, we have couples that can't hug. We've got owners that cannot pet another dog in the family or else their other dog will attack that dog. Couples can't hug or either they'll get attacked or the person they're hugging will get attacked. Teach the out command, which literally means get the fuck out of here. Next. Michelle, I thought that translated to are you at peace or be at peace? Your weird, your whatever you just said, that long word, your Korean word. Annyeonghaseyo? Yeah. I thought that was that was formal hello to someone that speaks Korean. Annyeonghaseyo um, is Maybe goodbye. Maybe it's saying, are you at peace? Maybe. 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 Somebody Google it. Maybe. If it does, it's still a wonderful phrase then. It is. Yes. Trixie out. Hi, guys. How do you know when your dog is ready for some free roaming? Um, I, I don't let my dogs free roam at all. And I get, it's so funny. I get so much shit for that. It's like, he doesn't even let his dogs walk around his house. I'm like, let's see. They have inside-outside access, though. But even when they're in the house, it's like, that's a big fucking house to roam around. It's a three-floor house. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what's there to roam around? I have three large breed dogs. Why would I let my dogs roam around? First of all, why can't my dogs just lie on the floor next to me? And they have outside. They're dogs. Yeah. Like, they literally have their dog. We have a dog. I, have a dog, I built them a dog room, and it has a, it has a, I guess it's technically a doggy door, even though it's like just basically I cut a hole in the door and <laughs> I, I screwed in some carpet flaps. You know, it's like, and then they've got like 2,500 square feet of space. I mean, we, we live in the city, so it's not like a big space with P-Stone. You guys have seen it, right, where Mac lives. And it's just like, what are they, like, 
we play we play chuck it we go hiking we go like we do all this other stuff they swim and they swim eight months out of the year what do i need them to walk around my house for so how do you know that's a personal choice when your dog stops shitting pissing chewing and getting into trouble you know next but even then there's still no guarantee yeah i mean i i why take a chance next Dark Warrior. Merry Christmas, Jeff and Joelle. Is a 14 to 16 week old puppy too young for a prong collar? If not, what size? 225? Um, I don't know the pounds. Chances are it's going to be a 225 though. And um, pre pretty much you'll just use that for the walk. Um, right now, everything is all food and clicker training. Tons of food training. Tons, 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 tons of reward-based training. That's all we do right now mm. with, with, with a dog that young. Um, we would stop. I would stop the jumping, the whining, the barking, inappropriate barking, which is usually all the time, and the nipping. Everything else is just all reward-based. We don't correct for obedience at all at that age. Next. Snazin. Elaine, what do you think the most important commands for your average family pet dog to know very well? Um, no. The word no. The word no. Um, I think place is a, is a game changer for, for families. Um, I think um, being able to be in a crate comfortably um, is important for, for families. Um, I think the walk is important, but it's actually not as important as you think. No. It really isn't. Um, I don't think I ever walk my dogs. Yeah, I mean, I barely walk my dogs. I mean, they're I just, I just they're off leash when we do stuff. Um, uh, rec that, that, would, that would make them recall important, obviously. Um, but I think with most your average family who wants their dog around them, and I, whether you're an active person or not, is when you're when you're like right, right now, our dog's able to just do nothing, and it's not because they're tired. I think it's huge. Next. Yeah, place down recall. Yep. Those are my go-to's. Um, my boy, continuing my question about being excited with new people coming in. I only treat when he's calming down during the day. He's fine after two minutes of the new person coming in. I will try the bonk next. Yeah, but see, this is the thing, though. It's like. We are food trainers as well. We use food to train the command, but believe it or not, food can work against you. When you give the dog a food reward, what it often does is it also jacks them up a little bit. See, we're, keep in mind, please, three to 500 reps we do with food. Like, that's how we train stuff here. As much as I talk about punishment, and I'll be doing more training videos, but when we talk about corrections, it's correction. But so many times, once a dog knows something, you don't need to reward it. Existing with you is the reward. Not being corrected is the reward. So in two minutes of arousal is, is a minute and 59 seconds too long. Next. Dad, the e-collar question. We got our mini educator on eBay, brand new for 130 It can be found. You got to look. Wow. That's a really good price. Yeah. That's actually below wholesale. Next. Dana, well, I purchased a Skype in the spring that I haven't used yet. We have other issues as well. I just need to book the appointment. Thank you. Book the appointment. What's Our phone number hasn't changed. Email hasn't changed. Come on. Next. Jeff. German yes. Not you. This is name. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, German Shepherd sniffing everything on a walk. Best way to stop this behavior? She has had some bonker training. Leash is a gentle leader type. Okay. I'm not against gentle leaders at all, but, but if you're using the gentle leader properly, the head should be off the ground. If you're healing properly, the head should be off the ground. So what it is, is it's a training issue, not a tool issue. It's a philosophy issue, not a, not a tool issue. So you don't need to bonk. It's just like teach your dog proper heel, which is a little bit behind you with a head up walking. We are working right now. So sniffing is on your phone, swiping. Like, aren't you supposed to be working right now? And you're swiping. No, 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 no. Work. Next. Good analogy. 
Martinism. What's up, Jeff? Big fan here. Seen a lot of your videos. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Martinism? Is it Martinism or just one word? Martinism. Martinism. Oh, hello. Thanks. I think because I haven't I haven't seen that person before. No. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Crystal. She can shake and move around the e-collar, but the package says you're supposed to be able to fit one finger. Should I make it tighter? Yeah, to get much tighter. Or is there a problem? Much tighter. You shouldn't be able to move it at all. So package might say something. Like the package said you shouldn't use a remote collar for aggression. Bullshit. They're great for aggression rehab. Um, it should be, It should be, if you take that bo the box and you try to move it, it shouldn't move at all. That's how snug it should be. Next. Kibu, I'm Wendy Johnson. I live in Vancouver. Oh. Got it. Um, the exchange student is staying with my grandkids, aunt and uncle, okay. and cousins in Mission, British Columbia, but we have family-based visits several times. Okay. So I was going to say, if you're close to me, we can get the child to go come to a seminar, except I drop F-bombs a lot. So some kids are, it's not, you know, we had, the last seminar, we had a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, and they're like, um, my kids know what fuck, my kids yeah. know what fuck is. Yeah. The word fuck, they're not going to be offended by it. Mm -hmm. um, it's like people people see me swear in front of me. You did good, though. You didn't swear that much. I was, yeah, respect. Trying to be, I try to hold back. Sometimes when I get really passionate, I can't help. Yeah. Because I don't, I use the word, I've overused the word fuck, like, in Austin. <laughs> um, but also, it's like, when I get really worked up and I get really passionate about something, I just, I just, I just, I know, it's in my vocabulary. Way. And it's funny because I swear around Angelo. Angelo doesn't swear. No. He knows, like, he knows what words he's, he, he knows what words that he should be using and should not be using. He, like, called me out one day for saying crap. He's like, that's a, a bad word. I'm like, crap? Hey. Like, I usually default to shit. <laughs> I'm surprised they even filter that. He like, called me out. I was like. Good. Good job. Angela, you're doing great. Jar. Yep, yep, yep. Elaine, my in-laws got upset. Do you remember the swear jar in Las Vegas? Yeah, that didn't last. Everyone said you got boring. Yes. They're like, how can you not be swearing? It's so funny because, so we had, we had a, a fan, a fan that goes, um, can I set up a swear jar for you, Jeff? I'm like, sure, go ahead. They bought coffee with it. Every time I swear, um, I owe you a dollar. So for the first two hours of the seminar, I didn't swear at all. And then she raised her hand and I said, what? She's like, can I get rid of the swear jar, please? Because I like you better when you swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I need chapstick. So. Oh my God, with these winter lips. There you go. Next. Um, all right, Elaine. My in-laws get upset because I don't let my dog stay with them. I train my dog and they don't listen to how I want her to be trained. I don't want them to undo my hard work. Yeah. They say I'm too harsh. Ugh. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, your in-law, first of all, who give, your in-laws, like your in-laws aren't going to like a lot of shit you do. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, who cares what your in-laws think? Ooh, sorry for hurting your feelings, in-laws. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I don't want you to fuck up my dog. I'll tell you what, whatever city you live in, there's a, there's a shelter and a dog's going to die. You go down to that fucking shelter and you be, can become a foster. And you can do whatever you want. But my dogs are off limits. Next. Kibu, hope you get a seminar in Vancouver area. I'm looking for a spot. I'm looking for a location. If anybody knows of uh, a place in Vancouver, BC, Calgary, um, I got dates right now. I'm looking for Calgary. So just let everybody know I'm looking for um, the Phoenix slash Tucson area, somewhere in Colorado, Calgary, and Vancouver. Those are the four cities I'm looking for seminar locations for. So don't throw Idaho, Iowa, Minnesota, Oklahoma at me. Those are the four. That's all I've got room for 
is three. I might be able to squeeze in a fourth. Those are the only four cities because when I go on tour, that's where they're going to be going. Next. Top Chat 999 from Shay. Hey, Shay. Merry Christmas. Two pits do great on walks. No barking, pulling, or aggression. When walking both always in the back of mind that they could hurt someone makes me anxious can i can i always muzzle for walks absolutely here's the here's the reason real why and here's what owners will sometimes um um so what i what what a lot of folks will do is on this a lot of trainers will say well i don't have to train muzzle the dogs i'm like good for you asshole you're a trainer it's like i'm a trainer like of course we can handle these dogs better than the owner if it may, the best thing about walking a dog with a muzzle, try the Baskerville muzzle. The best thing about walking a dog with a muzzle is this. The owner feels more comfortable. If the owner feels more comfortable, if the owner feels more confidence, the owner will have more success. More success breeds, breeds um, um, more comfort with more success breeds confidence. More confidence then breeds better behaved dog. More powerful owner. Absolutely muzzle those damn dogs, loud and proud. I support you. A lot of people out there support you. If anybody asks why they are muzzled, tell them because they have loose stools. They have diarrhea. Why are your dogs muzzled? Oh, they have diarrhea. <laughs> just, just to say that and just keep walking. Just throw them off. Just, just throw them off. They have diarrhea. Next. That's a good clip too. Um, the dog house. Hell yeah. Your reply was exactly what I needed. Love y'all. Love you too. Bobby, my dog is such an attention whore and always in your face. I enjoy cuddling and letting the dog sleep in the bed with me. Okay. But I'm tired of being stepped on and him trying to wedge his head through my arm when I'm trying to do stuff on my phone. Yep. Or show affection to my boyfriend or uh, my other dog. Uh-huh. He constantly paws at me for attention. Yep. And when I'm standing, he will lean against me and usually stand on my foot. And guess what? You trained it. Now let's untrain it. Hold on, it. there's more. Really? It I, gets worse. I don't want my dog to completely leave the room or get off the bed. I just want him to lay down beside me, by my feet, and chill and mind his own business. So you want everything is what you're saying. You want it all. He wants his cake and eat it too. You want everything. So let's yeah. do this. Right now, let's do black and white instead. Let's teach the dog the out command. Watch my video on out, outing away from a person. But be careful what you wish for. So I can get your dog in a 30-minute training session to accomplish this. Just to let you know. I do it all the time. Now, don't you dare, when you see your dog lying on the floor in place, three feet from you, instead of like nudging you, don't you dare make a sad face at your dog and go, oh, but he looks so sad now. Like, what the fuck? That's what you wanted, isn't it? The dog's not sad. So, right now, Make it black and white. You can be with me. You can't be with me. All right? Make it easy. Next. Thad, isn't the idea of this to, this too shall pass that nothing is permanent? LOL. Um, usually, yeah. But it's because I'm scared of getting a tattoo because it's permanent. Oh, right? isn't that? That's funny. Yeah, there you go. And ironic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Diane. Yes, Jeff. Garbage in, garbage out. You say it so right. Saying is from 12-step programs. This too shall pass. Thanks for sh doing the show tonight. Good to hear awesome. positive stuff. Uh, yeah, every day. Yeah, thank you. Britt, I did cool tricks the other day with my German Shepherd. She's down. She down, and I walk over her. She said, and down on the bus sign bench. Nice, awesome. Um, Kibu, repeat. How to teach children to just exist with the dog? Kibu is good with kids. Trained a trick. Whisper to him. How's life? Kibu responds with a quiet rough. So, um, how to train kids? Tell the kid not to just do what I do. Don't pet the dogs. Leave the dogs alone. 
Next. Dark Warrior. Thanks, Jeff. You guys are a huge inspiration to me. I really appreciate everything you do. Okay. Thank you so much for the kind the kind words. I can't stress enough. And, and trust me, keep the, keep them coming. All right? Keep them coming. Um, but the folks that consume and apply the information that we teach, you guys are the real heroes. And guys is slash girl, ladies. You girls. You guys. You people. You folks. Okay? Um, it's so important. It's so important. So thank you to you. Next. Um, my boy, so thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Michelle, so can you think of any way to teach a slow lay down? My Aussie throws himself on the floor. I appreciate his enthusiasm, but damn. Um, we usually have dogs that we have to speed up. There's not too many dogs that we have to actually like slow down a little bit. So I'm not the, usually the one that's like goes, can you slow down my dog? Um, I'm usually the, the other way around. If you're using food, don't use food. That might get them... Um, too aroused. If you're using a high-pitched voice, don't use a high-pitched voice. Um, if you're using too much physical touch, cut back on physical touch. Also, it should be down. Good. Make it more neutral. Try that. Next. Um, Britt, my dad doesn't like that I use a prong collar with a laughing emoji. Yeah. Oh, well. Tough shit. Yeah. Okay. My dad probably doesn't like a lot of things about what I do. And you, you know what? I get, you know, I, I like, like my dad. You know, I love my dad, but I don't fucking care. It's like, then don't do, then don't, he doesn't have to use one on his dog. He does, by the way. Um, but it's like, what do I care? Like, you know, unless you're seven, it's like, doesn't matter. Like, you're a grown-ass adult, I imagine. Um, um, so, oh, well. Oh, well. Like, there's, that's my yeah. response is, oh, well. Yeah. And that should be your response, too. I think that's why you have the laughing emoji. It's like, oh, well. Next. YouTube new, you do a great service. I always get asked about my dog being well-behaved and I'm always recommending your videos just to give back some positivity to you. Thank you so much. I get it daily, by the way, guys. All right? I get it daily, yeah. I get daily, I get daily, you know, letters of affirmation, daily, you know, um, uh, messages of affirmation, you know, on a 24-7 on basis. But so thank you so much. That's it right now. That's it. Oh, like awesome. show. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was a surprise show, mm -hmm. so that's right. How was your day today? It's okay. Last night you did some family stuff, right? Yeah. And then today you just did like dog stuff and personal stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, got a lot done. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Good. Good. So did you go through videos or did you take, take your eyes off the screen? Um, no, I've been working on a couple projects. Yeah, good. It's good. Did you delegate anything? Not yet. Maddie, I have a couple things in mind. Maddie, <laughs> uh, Maddie, I'm going to actually message you. This is how important it is for her not to do it. I'm going to intervene on this one, all right? So I'm going to intervene on this one. I actually don't want I don't want Joelle doing this project. Um, and then Melissa, if you see this, Melissa, I've got a project for you that I don't want her doing it either. I want I've got two projects that are important to the company that I want it totally delegated and I want it off of Joelle's plate because she has enough stuff to to work on and this will be good for um, for the, for both Maddie and Melissa to to to, to work on. So um, Joelle's got a five-person social media team, and one of the things you've actually gotten really good at this year is delegating. Yeah, that's been a rough one yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm getting much better. The fact that you've got a five-person team. Yeah. Just goes to show. Yeah. Literally everything that your five-person team. It's probably only within the past like since like maybe September. The fact that you have a five-person team. <laughs> Literally, you did everything. Like, I must do everything. Yes, yes. In <laughs> fact, what, there was a conversation we had like a couple months ago. 
I remember it still to this day. We yes. were in Vancouver. Yes. And I'm like, you'll be proud of me. <laughs> I think of another. Con- I did a thing today. Yes, I think of another conversation, probably, um, probably not as long ago, where you actually said, "Oh my gosh, I'm not. I feel terrible that like I don't. I'm not working on videos right now." Oh, and I'm yeah. like, but meanwhile, every day, I think we had a four person team. Every day, like your, your your team was like submitting finished product to you. Yeah. Ready to post. It's just weird that I'm not, like, I'm used to being the one doing it. But you are doing it. And now it's like, it's just coming to me and I'm like, oh, this is great. Right. Cool, fix but, this little thing. But, or... but that gives you and I more time to talk about big picture stuff. Right. And then you can delegate that big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's that's how companies grow. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's how companies grow. So, at the beginning, you do it all yourself. And then you start delegating it. And now we came up with some new projects. Yep. So, like... Your own business. So, next. Thad, every time we take Emma to the vet, we get compliments on her downstay and good manners. This yep. is from the free content you put out and our hard work. Thanks. Um, flip it. Your heart. Well, okay. Yes, I gave the information. 10%, 90%. Boom. Hard work on your end. So, kudos to you. And vet, it's hard It's hard for dogs to behave at vets. Yeah. Even the best behaved dogs fall apart at vet offices. Sure do. Because, man... A lot of dogs don't like vets. No. No. Mac, my, Mac the dog. You're going to see West fall apart. Yes. He's a pretty stable dog. Yes. He's just like, Mac, no. he's, he's my front yard dog. He protects our property. Yeah. And um, he Mac goes in for like every three years for something unless he's sick. For some reason, he never gets sick, which is really, really great. Yeah. My dogs don't go yeah. a lot. That's and and it's funny because I muzzle him up, take him to the vet, and he's growling. Like, he's getting his like... Anus probed and his abdomen yeah. felt. Meanwhile, he's like, like, he's not into this whole people touching him thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and, and that's fine with me. I mean, it's like, that's not like, his role in my life is not that person. I mean, he's not that dog. Yeah. You know, he's not a house dog. Um, and the vet's like, he's growling. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got ears. I heard it. Well, can you stop it? I'm like, you really want me to stop it? I'll stop it for you right now. But why don't we just keep going? Right. I mean, he has a, he has a muzzle on. He's not trying to bite you. I'm controlling his head. Mm-hmm. I've got great vets that let me control dogs' heads. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll control the dog's head. Don't worry about it. I'll save you a vet tech. You know, um, you don't have to have a vet tech in here if you don't need to. Um, uh, and it's just like, just 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 do your thing, man. Just do your thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, big deal. He's growling. So I'll, st- I'll stop him. Yeah. I can stop him. I can stop him in two seconds. But it's like, okay, but... Still go on. Still go on. You're not looking at his teeth. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Next, Crystal. There's a beep feature on the e collar, and my dog finds it annoying. I first trained her with it with the command "come." I also attempted with other commands, but now when she hears the beep, she decides to run to me. What should I do? She's also trained with the shock. Um, that's it. Okay. Well, first of all, the remote collar is not directional. So if you're using any of the buttons. It doesn't tell the dog what to do. You still have to train the dog, if that makes sense. So you've trained your dog beep, which means recall. You might want to just save it just for that. And the reason is, is because if your dog's really far away, out of sight, you can use beep. You can also use beep as a precursor to a punisher as well. That's also a good use for it but I wouldn't do it for both of those. 
because the beep is the same sound. It doesn't go high and low like the, you know, the shock does, the stimulation does. So, but keep in mind that everything we use the remote collar for, we do a layering system. I was talking about this on our live the other day. Dogs are trained in obedience with food and clicker. Then we layer the, um, it's all done with leash too, by the way. Then there, there's layered, it's layered with uh, the prong and then it's layered with the remote and they don't hear the word no until three to 500 repetitions in. And then we have to proof them around distractions. Um, and then we proof them in the real world. Next. Mm, my boy, been using the prong for two weeks and I love it. Awesome. Proud of you. Nina, I just found your channel and I absolutely am grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful for you, Nina. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. John, Merry Christmas to the peeps at Solid Canine Training. Hope y'all had a great day. Your work is very appreciated. Here's to kicking ass in the new year. Damn fucking right. Yeah. That's why some people are like, who, 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 who is that, Nicole, that just found our channel? Is that Nicole? Uh, Nina. Nina. It's people are like, gosh, you just keep, like, why do you have to keep talking about, like, prong this and this and this and this? And, like, because we get new people in it all the time. Mm-hmm. And also because for it's like this it's it's like we'll leave san francisco and someone will be like oh my gosh why did, why I, did I know about this i'm like we've been advertising it for 11 months yeah like there's so many the, the bigger question like... is yeah we'll we'll like I, i'll look at the numbers i'll look at the stats of like mm -hmm. how many eyeballs saw a certain you know um you know uh, uh whether it's an ad or a posting like three hundred thousand people will have seen a Las Vegas seminar posting mm -hmm. and that will turn into maybe 15 tickets sold. Yep. Like you need like a lot of people to, 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 to do it. That's the cool thing about social media is that like you can reach 7.4 billion people. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, a TikTok has 1.5 billion people on it. It's a, you know, so next. JJ says Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Bobby, thank you so much, Jeff. If my dog keeps breaking the place command, Am I supposed to keep going up on my correction until they completely stop since they definitely know what the command means? Okay. If you're a correction level of your obedience, we wait until the dog absolutely positively knows it 300 to 500 times. If you say the word no and the dog comes back, when you say mark it with no, and if your correction, stop going up, just start at a higher level. Like, so we just did a video about this, about tickling the balls. So you're tickling your dog's balls. It could be a female. It's an expression. Okay? So it's like, stop nagging the no and just fucking say no. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever sneezed on a live. Yeah, you have. That was weird. Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you picked your nose on a live. No, I haven't. You fart a lot on a live. Next. Please. Bobby. <laughs> it's the dogs. Also, it is frowned. Is it frowned about using a dog's name to call them off place sometimes instead of the release command? Anything. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You can say, you know, Kira, break. You can say, Kira. You can, so you can use the release command or another obedience or, or recall command. Next. It's not uh, frowned upon at all. Somebody may, might, some <laughs> trainer might frown upon you. Frown upon. Yeah, but five, tra do that. you know, five trainers have five opinions. Next. Bernadette, I crate the new dog to feed him. He has started getting very excited about his food. He knows weight, but as soon as I give him his bowl or treat, he goes nuts. Don't know how to correct um, I mean, if they're eating their food in the bowl, if you want to slow it down, you can put it on a sheet pan, put it in a slow feeder. But, I mean, feeding dogs and I mean, I feed dogs in crates, too. It's the safest thing in the world to do. Next. Arthur, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That really just threw me off. Right. J &J. My Thank boy you. says Merry Christmas. Good night. Good night. Atmospheric. 
Merry Christmas, J&J. I've been teaching my dog place for a few weeks, and she's doing amazing. I can't thank you enough for your free content. I've gained a lot more confidence thanks to you. Awesome. There's the magic word. You've uh-huh. gained confidence. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit, baby. Next. Nina, your not charging out of the crate technique works. I just tried it tonight, and I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Nina. I don't teach anything that doesn't work. Not to say if it didn't work for you, you did it wrong, because that's shaming, but you didn't do it right. You know what I mean? It's like... We, I only pass on information that I know works. People ask me questions all the time. If you can follow me, I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like potty training. I'm not the potty training guy. Like, I just don't ask me. Ask someone that does a lot of puppy raising. Well, you should know how to potty train a dog if you're a dog trainer. Not necessarily. Like, my skill set is stopping unwanted behaviors. But the advice that you give does Yeah, well, work. it does work. But there's books... Great. Outside. Yeah. There, there's, there's, outside. There's, there's tons of people out there that are like, they're ninja masters of housebreaking. Like, it's the only way I tell like, my to. But, that, but that's what I would go to. I'd watch those videos, like grooming videos. Like, yeah. like, yes, I can teach you how to cut your dog's nails, but there's like, there's groomers out there that, that cut 30 dogs' nails a day. Oh, yeah. That's who you want to talk to. Like, those are the people you want the information from. Like Ben? Yeah, like Ben. He, like, it's so flawless watching him clip a dog's nails. I'm like, me me and Brittany are like, all right, I think this is, uh, I think that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, we don't go nearly as short as we could. We're afraid. Because Ben is a master. (laughs) We're not groomers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Ben worked at a grooming, did he work at a grooming shop? He was a groomer. He was a groomer, yeah. Yeah. He's got mad skills. And then then he worked, still worked at a grooming shop once a week, or twice a week still, yeah. Yep. Um... Atmospheric said, I'm sorry if this is a dumb question. No, not at all. Whenever I tell my dog to sit, she'll lay down. She knows sick man. How do I correct Okay, this? so what you do is, so there's a couple of different things you can do. You can just hoist your dog up into a sit. And what I would do is I would just do, you would say, start with sit. Dog sits, goes into a down. You can say wrong. Go back into a sit. Leash pressure up. Lure up. Walk into your dog any way you want to do it. Um, work on sit for a week. Don't ask your dog to down. It's like sit. That's it, down. Eventually, you're going to say no. You'd correct the dog for lying down. Next. Nicole, what are some good drills, training activities to do at home, outdoors, to control overexcitement and arousal? Overexcitement and arousal? For what? How to control it? For out- yeah. But it's outside, though. Good drills oh. to do at home oh, 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 and oh. outdoors to control overexcitement and arousal. Okay, for, for this is it. First of all, the bonker is a great way to get rid of arousal, whether you're inside or outside. Um, getting your dog to, to, to be able to, to not just, so many dogs are over aroused. Oh, my dog's high energy. I'm like, I got high energy dogs too. There's a difference between high energy and over arousal. So, um, make sure you know the difference next. Don't do that one. I already hit it. Okay, good. Michelle, I was having an issue with threshold for the pack of five at once. I realized it was the tone of my break. As soon as I calmed my tone, the dog's excited calmly exited calmly and not as a mosh pit free-for-all thanks for teaching me to think through an issue awesome good yeah that's wonderful also we're trying to get owners to think too i think what happens is a lot of times we 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 overthink yeah of what if mm. but it's like but but you never tried it it's but, just like but, all this imagined it's a, well there's imagined harm, harm but it's also it's like that's also a good way to like people are so they need to learn to troubleshoot Yes. Do not yes. That, you know. But people are wor- people are so worried about trying something because they might fuck up. Let's be frank, guys. You've already fucked up your dogs, right? Like the reason why you're here is because your dogs are fucked up historically, and that's not a negative. That's not a blaming, shaming. It's like, no, that's why we're here. We're here to learn. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, you've already fucked up your dog. We're showing you what to do. You're afraid to try it because you might fuck it up. It's like, but you already fucked them up anyway. Like, it, it won't, it usually won't make it worse. It just, we just won't. It'll just get better. Next. I think that was one of, like, the most important things you ever taught me when I first started working with you. You would sit and, like, watch me train, and I'd be, like, sweating. Like, fuck. They've got it easy now. <laughs> and I know. They really do. You put way more pressure on me than, like, anybody. <laughs> anyway, and I would, like, look at you and be, like, like, if a dog was, like, struggling, I'd be like, what do I do? And you're, like, what would you, like, what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you think you should yeah. do? <laughs> you like wouldn't help me, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This shit out. hold on here, stop that, stop. You would help me, but not by like telling me what to do. You okay. make me think. Thank you. Yeah. So don't say I didn't help you. Right. Okay. But like figuring out how to troubleshoot yes. is so important. Sometimes encouraging people to troubleshoot and to think for themselves and to come up with their own answers is the biggest help you can give them. Yep. It's the greatest gift you can give I'm them. I'm still so bad at that. It's like. So it's bad. no different than someone saying, I can't get that dog to, to stop barking in the crate. What have you tried? Mm -hmm. They've tried two things. Really? We taught you 10. Why did you only try two? Right. And then out of all those 10, if none of those work, fine. Try something else. Just make something up. Get creative. Mm -hmm. How bad do you want it? It's like a baby learning how to walk. How many babies have ever just stopped trying? Yeah. You suck. You can't. You like, can't walk. I don't anymore. think babies are going to be like. I'm never going to try to keep walking. Right. Babies will keep trying to walk until they walk, mm -hmm. unless they're getting negative programming saying you can't walk, you can't walk, you can't walk. Stop trying. Right. No. A bit. You, you like you. You a baby learns to walk. Like we're the ones that are. We're the ones that are fucking everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's true. Next. Um. Karen, right? Did you say that you had a video of Mac in the doghouse? If so, is it possible that Maddie can post the link? If not, all good. Um, there's no specific video of Mac in his doghouse. What did you like revamp it or something? No, no. I mean, if you you can usually see his doghouse. Oh, tons of live videos. Look through my periscopes. Look through my front yard. I mean, see a video of just there's just anytime I'm in my front yard that you see a photo of his doghouse or a video of his doghouse. Historically, there's no like specific video though, because it's not like it's this glamorous doghouse. I just didn't. I just did put another heat lamp in there. Nice. I got those porcelain bulbs that emit 250 watts of heat. Damn. So he, it, well, that's not a lot. Like your no, average, your average. 250 sounds like a lot. No, to me. no. The, the heater you have in your room is 1500. Oh. Yeah. So that's a lot. But that would blow up his doghouse. Not blow it up, but it that would like. It's so hot. Yeah, because no, it's yeah. such a small space. Yeah. yeah. So I think your 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 little heater is good for like 350 square feet. Yeah. Where. Um, his his doghouse is um, well, like five square feet. No, 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 no. It's uh, twelve square feet by four. It's forty eight cubic feet. Got it. Yeah. Next. Thad, what requirements do you have for seminar locations? Is it tough? Um, number one, we want um, uh, to close to hotels and restaurants. Um, we don't want it in the middle of nowhere. Ideally, people do drive and they want to stay over. They do stay overnight. Um, um, uh, actually, San Francisco, we had somebody come up from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What? Yeah, we usually, we, we get people from Canada that come to our U.S. seminars. We never have somebody that came up from Mexico to come to the seminar. No? That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Um, so uh, locations are, I need at least 1,500 square feet. A little bit more would be nice. 
um, parking that's close by, if not have its own parking. Um, it has to be, um, I don't rent out places historically. I don't like to do that. Historically, it's a dog training center and um, they, they see the benefit of, of hosting me. Also, somebody that's not going to crumble under any negative, um, you know, the word on the street is they'll say, don't host this, you know, Jeff Gellman. Where meanwhile, it's probably the be- one of the best things for your business to do. So. Nicole, dog is good on place when people come to the door, but once I release, he runs to the guests. No jumping up. How do I slow him down with his approach? He's not allowed to, no, no. Put, he stays on place. Don't allow your dog, your dog's breaking place. Don't allow your dog to break, break place. For, it's not even about the jumping issue. Stay in place, ignore the guest. Next. Mm. This isn't forever, by the way. Well, she releases him, though. Oh. She releases the dog, and then he runs to the guest. Why are you releasing the dog, I would say? Or then put the dog on a leash and slow him down. Next. Eric, Merry Christmas, guys. It's Eric Stambro. Oh, hey, Eric. How hey, are Eric. you? I love you. Eric, I was going to text you today, buddy. I'm going to text you today about something. Um, but I didn't want to bother anybody on Christmas, but I hope you and your lovely wife, and I imagine you were with probably, you were probably grandfather today, right? So you probably did a great grandfather stuff today. And um, and I know you still had your dogs to take care of today, and I'm sure you had client dogs to take care of today. And um, Eric, I'm really glad you came into my life, buddy. Next. Jasmine, best way to work on distraction with other dogs? Friends, family don't have dogs, or at least not dogs I trust. So um, find a group class. Find a group class at a training center. Next. YouTube new. I had my poodle four years, never displayed human aggression. Recently, mom visited. We joked about her running up to interrupt our hugs. I know this is resource guarding. Then she snapped at mom two times. Fixable? Very fixable. Correct that. No, but I would bonk. So if you don't know what a bonker is, you know, if you don't know what a bonker is... Oh, it's the official bonker. It's the official bonker. We don't actually use this. I actually... No. This is to keep this on my desk because <laughs> someone sent it to me. Um, but this is what it will look like. So if I... Um, it would be no and then boom, bonk. Absolutely 100%. Oh my gosh. And then all the imagined harm stuff that comes in with that is false. Next. Um, John, when do you click when teaching sit, stay for duration? Is it sit, click, then X minute duration, then click after duration? You could do it that way. At the beginning stages of any command, a click, we use the clicker as a marker. You can use the word yes. You can use the clicker as a marker. All that does is mark. It marks what you want and then the expectation of a reward after that. That's all it's doing. So there's a couple ways you can do it. Historically, the click is also the release. Not necessarily all depends on how you're training. But what you can do is you can start holding off on your click once the dog understands what sit means, don't click right away. So sit, dog sits, click. And then eventually, when you get to um, uh, a duration, you can just stop using the clicker. Mm-hmm. That's usually click, what we do. Stop using the clicker, and then teach the, word, the, word, the dog the word break. Next. Um... Mm-mm-mm. This keeps bumping me. Mm. Tuna, thanks for everything y'all do. Merry Christmas. Oh, you're welcome, Tuna. Thanks. Eric said, text anytime. I was for sure. Love you, too. Oh, love you, too. Tell grand- grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Eric, if anyone doesn't know Eric, Eric Stambro, Van SK9, um, Cat in Ohio, super great guy. Just super great guy. Next. That's where we do a seminar. We're doing a seminar at his place, too. Yep. Yeah, that's a fun seminar. It is. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Alexa, I'm planning on starting my own dog training business. How do you suggest I get my first few clients to get started? Um, right, just right now, work with any dog you can. Work with any dog you can. Also understand business, basic business concepts. Remember, it's a business. So 
you're not a dog trainer anymore. You're a business owner. It's so important that people understand that. So I also do. I also can. I do a mentorship program, which is more like I can do consulting. Um, but what I can do, but also is just follow what I do. Like all the breadcrumbs have been laid for everybody. So um, it's so funny. People love to bash my seminars. It's like if you were really smart, you'd stop bashing my seminars and reverse engineer them mm-hmm. and find out why 40 to 60 people keep showing up to them. Yeah. Like, like, like reverse engineer then. Yeah. It's like, cause most of it's out of jealousy. Yeah. Most of it's just out of jealousy. So, um, but what I would do is when I first started my business, um, I was a single, it was by, it was me by myself. And, um, I went, I went house, I went to people's houses and, um, I just was always working dogs. I was just always working dogs. Next. <clears throat> Kibu, love the poo bag chunkla bunker on the walk. Works really well. I use quality bags with handles. Tie them, hang it on to dangling as it's swinging back and forth by his head. Just the sight. Oh my God. Just the sight of it. Uh, story. Next. Atmospheric. My dog is dog reactive, lunging and barking, and I have to take her to the vet next month. I cannot bonk her there. She doesn't respond to leash corrections. How would I correct her arousal? You bonk her in the parking lot. Do the pre-vet bonk. Also start role-playing it if you can, if you've got a close... If you've got a close, uh, if your vet's close enough. So role play, literally walking from the car, bonk at the car, walk to the front door, walk back to the front door, uh, back to your car, boom, 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 open up the front door, walk in, walk out. Just tell the vet, hey, do you mind if I role play this shit? Just, just, just do that. Just do that. Grace, I love the label bonker. I would definitely purchase a what would Jeff do bonker. Okay. It's not going to happen, I don't think. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think. Guys, the towel, the, the, we buy towels for $1.32 at our local Walmart, 264 rubber it's bands. It's interesting how they got it printed, like, to be perfectly in printed. the middle. Like it's a, not printed. It's, well, um, it's stitched. It's stitched. How did they get it right there, you know? Because they probably did it in the middle of the towel and they triple folded it over there. I mean, I can, un- I can undo this and show you where they, where they, where they. It's just, like, really good placement. It's more about how it was rolled up. So if you've got a towel. Yeah. And you know you're going into thirds. Yeah. So what you can do oh, yeah, is so you're you're just, just, you just put it right in the middle. You just mark it too. You can also put a pen mark, a pencil mark, and a pencil mark. And when you put it through your um, uh, um, embroidery, oh, so they did this themselves. Yes, your embroidery machine. I'm thinking like they ordered it. No, they probably did it themselves. I think they've got an embroidery company. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, YouTube knew. I was shocked at the snapping. I applied older structure rules, no bed, etc., and I did start bonking. Was a bit scared, but it is effective. Worried I had encouraged an irreversible behavior. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, this is it. I mean, what was that? What was the one word? Is a bit scared. Oh, scared that the dog did that right. It was effective. Um, so this is it. It's like nobody wants to. Um, like everyone's like. Uh, oh, by the way, if you guys have not seen that um, uh, that video that 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 you put out. The Chonkla one? The, the, the Chonkla video? The La Chonkla video. I think you've got it on Instagram and on um, uh, Facebook. Yeah. I, don't think it's hit, I don't think it's hit YouTube yet. Probably not. Yeah, but, um, uh, it'll be on YouTube soon. That's a fucking pisser. It's a good one. That's a really good one, man. Good job. Maddie edited it. <laughs> good job, Maddie. Did Maddie do that one? Mm-hmm. Maddie, you did great. Also, make sure you respond to um, Joel's text tonight about something. All right, awesome. Um, do, do, do. Let's see. Jasmine, dog presses against my leg when other dogs bark at her. She does this thing where she acts like she might lunge, but she stays in heel and presses to my leg. Yes. So your dog is, is doing avoidance, which is good. What you can do is right now, allow your dog to do that, but eventually try to get your dog to, you know, I would just take your leg and just bop it off the dog. But the dog is doing this, like, man, 
not necessarily right but but it, like we see this a lot though it's like i want to lunge but man am i holding myself back i'll take that for today but eventually it's like i need you to be more neutral next um atmospheric said not gonna lie for such a simple tool the bonker is the best thing ever it I is know. that's why people are just like are you serious <laughs> like you're, you're like i okay if you don't like it that's fine don't use it mm-hmm. but I cannot tell you how many unwanted behaviors it has stopped. And a lot of people say, well, you know there's a better way. I'm like, better or different? Mm -hmm. How do you know it's better? You've never bonked. So you don't know. That's like people who don't like black coffee being like, there's a better way to drink your coffee. It's like, but (laughs) but it's like, but but it's like, but also let's say there is a better way. Mm -hmm. That's, that's cool. You're a dog trainer. All I know is this. As a dog owner, taking a fucking towel for a dollar thirty-two from Walmart, rolling it up, securing it with two rubber bands, total price, including labor, a dollar fifty. Yeah. You can stop a lot of unwanted behaviors with minimal skill set. Mm-hmm. Minimal. No. Bonk. Yeah. Like I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. And here here people are yelling and screaming at their dogs. Here people are having to isolate their dogs. Here people are, they can't include their dogs in their lives. People can't go places with their dogs. They can't have people over their house. They can't shut their dogs up. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, you know, story after story after story. My dog barked for seven years and um, I shut my dog up in, in one bonk. It didn't bark straight for seven years, but it was barking at the window and the door for seven years and they literally stopped it. With one, with one fucking bonk. Story after story after story. It's like, you can't discount that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they were just lazy for seven years. No, they tried other stuff. It just didn't work. They had bad information. But it's like, like, how could you... It works. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest... The, the most important question is, does it work? That's all that really matters. Oh, it seems mean. Okay, but does it work? You know what's mean? Your dog fucking growling at me is mean. Me have, you having to take your dog to be killed because it bit someone is mean. You not stopping an unwanted behavior that could have been stopped is mean. You not being able to enjoy your dog to the fullest potential is mean. Right? <clears throat> like there's dogs that don't like leave their yards. Yards, ever. They've never seen like the outside world. Of they the don't woods. know it. Like, they don't know it. Yep. Yeah, it's sad. No. Um... Britt said, having a great time. The show rocks. Awesome. Thank you. Um, Michelle said, I love my bonker. Nice. John, dog on place, but really pushes limits. Yep. Leans over place caught, and as soon as the slightest noise uh-huh. or view of me happens, yep. he quickly hops back in place. Yep. How can I correct since he goes back in position? So who's who's training who? Is that John? Yeah. Who's training who, John? All right? If your dog absolutely positively knows place, no consequence, even if the dog goes back into place. This sounds... This, most dog trainers will say, no, that's wrong to do. The dog will think it's being corrected for um, um, going back to place. No, it won't if your marker word is proper. Mm-hmm. This is the Marcus. thing that every, this is what everybody gets confused. If a dog comes off place and you say no and the dog goes back on a place and if you walk over and correct your dog, nope. As long as you mark it when the bad behavior happened. Next. Do it every day. Um, 
<clears throat> atmospheric. I would do the pre-vet bonk, but I fear my mom wouldn't listen to me. Oh. I'm only 15. Oh, got it. And I care too much about what other people think. I'll yeah. probably try since my dog is out of control. Atmospheric? It's not because you're 15. Most people twice, three, four times your age care what other people think. You know who doesn't care what other people think historically? People when they're in their 80s or 90s and you ask them, like, what, what, you know, what we're looking back, what would you change? And they'd be like, I wish I would have never, I wish I would have done what I was afraid of. And I, and I wish I wouldn't have ever cared about what other people think. So, you know what I mean? So, it, at 15 years old, thank you for being on the show, number one, Atmospheric. I didn't realize you were that young. Um, I, I think that throughout life, a lot of people care about what other people think. And that doesn't give you freedom to do stupid stuff, but you learn through your stupid stuff. Um, you know, what it means though is that 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 fear of keeping that that fear of worrying about what other people think is going to put you in the ninety eight percentile of people that don't do things they want to do. It's the two percent of people out there that are doing what they want to do because that's one of the qualities that they have is they just don't care what other people think. And that doesn't mean they're assholes. It means they just don't care. You know, the greatest inventors in the world didn't care, number one, about failing because failing was just information like that didn't work. But they also didn't care about even the closest colleagues, what they had to say. Like, I really don't care what you think. This is how what I, this is this is what I'm going to do. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Next. Um, Nina, I'm so encouraged listening to you. I'm literally in tears. I honestly was resenting getting my dog. Oh, that's a, that's awesome. That's good. Yes, yeah. people do that. That that was that Nina. Nina. Yeah. So many people. So many people are are. Here's a perfect example. They can't stand their dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the struggle. Next. John um, did a 199 top chat, so thanks for the advice, Jeff. Oh, gosh, John, you're welcome. Um, Jenny, did you guys say you were coming to Colorado? I thought I heard, but I had to leave. No, we're looking for a location in Colorado. Next. Jack Wynn, I was at the in-laws last night. They have Jack Russell that resource guards toys, granny, couch. <laughs> there was a baby walking around, and the dog growled at the baby. Fuck. I intervened every time, but... Fuck that, man. Didn't correct the dog since it wasn't mine. What should I have done in this situation? Speak up about the dog's behavior yeah. and advocate for the baby? Yeah. Or what would Jeff do? Yeah. I would, I would, I would... Well, whose baby was it? was someone else's baby? I would absolutely... When there's a baby involved, I'd be like, excuse me, this dog needs to be to, needs to leave the room right now. And whoever owns this baby, get it off the fucking floor and keep it in your arms. But you, ma'am or sir, who owns this dog, needs to get the fuck out of here because it is growling at everybody and it's going to bite somebody. And if you want to kick me out of your fucking house and never invite me back in, so be it. But when it comes to, when it comes to children, don't know. Children have no choice. This baby doesn't know. You're a grown-ass, not you, but the in-laws, the in right? Yeah. But you're a grown-ass fucking adult. Take responsibility. Your dog is growling. I, do you not see your dog growling? Do you think this is cute? Your dog is going to bite somebody. And there's a baby here. And guess what? Your dog might end up being killed because of your fucking either ego or your lack of caring. So if you're going to keep inviting people over the house 
you do that. Or it'd be like, honey, we're fucking leaving. Because if it's the in-laws, that means you're with somebody, right? And honey is a universal term, male or female. And then it's like, and guess what? Hey, whoever whoever's baby this is, I'd get it off the fucking floor. And you in-laws, you're responsible, and we're not coming over here again until you get a crate and that dog is crated. Sorry. That's the way you do it. Mm. On Christmas Day. That's the way you do it. I don't give a shit. Next. Crystal, when my dog is in place, she gets distracted and starts sniffing around for food to eat even though she just ate. Should I correct this with a high correction or low correction and with what tool? Frank, just to ask you, we don't, we, you can't use other trainers' names on our podcast. Yeah. So he reworded it. Yeah. So it's, now it's, I will. Yeah, it's really important because, because I don't, I don't, I don't talk about other trainers. So when you ask me, like when you mention another trainers, like another trainer philosophy, their name or something, I don't, it, you're, you're going to get ignored. So I think it, he's new. It, so, so it's not your fault. Know. It's yeah. not your fault. So that's probably what it is. Because you asked, why did you get ignored? So but your question will be get, your question will be answered now. But you just, you just didn't know that. You just didn't know that. This is one of my unwritten rules. I don't bash other trainers. I don't, I don't mention trainers' names. Even people that are throwing shit at me every day. I'm just like, that's on them, not me. I'm just not going to be that guy. Next. Um, <clears throat> did I read Crystal's? Yes. Wait, did I? About the dog sniffing for food on place? Did I read Nope, that? nope. Are you sure? Or did I just read it in my head? Maybe you did, but then we... But we okay. I, I, when my I dog is you. in place, she gets distracted, starts sniffing around for food to eat, even though she just ate. Should I correct this with a high correction or a low correction? And with what tool? So, to Crystal, place is go to the dog bed, Put your put lie down. Put your head down. That's the goal. How could the dog be sniffing for food when it's doing that? But you don't correct until you've done that hundreds of times. So you've done it hundreds of times. Okay. So that's going to be your steps on that. Now, once your dog is proficient in place, you would probably just say no and use a, leash, a good old-fashioned leash pop next. John, have you gotten the under-the-desk treadmill you talked about getting? Thinking about getting one. You know what? Myself. You know what? Thank you for reminding you me. You have not. I have not. And you know what it was. Two weeks ago, I started looking on Facebook Marketplace right before we left for Seattle, mm -hmm. and I and it just it slipped my and I haven't looked back. Yep. Um. All right. So Frank, here's this question: What's the philosophy of trainers slapping e collars on dogs day one? Their results seem solid. Thanks. Okay. So their video seems solid, or the results seem solid. So this is the thing: if it works, I'm I'm fine with it. So um, we just train differently. We train differently. That's all. We train differently. Also, we work on state of mind as well as obedience. We also work on behavior. So don't be misled by a video. Um, also, we put out information that owners can easily duplicate or at least try to duplicate. And that might be a hard one for owners to do because they might. Do, we want to make sure owners also get it right as well. So... Um, but if, a, if another training company is getting good results, good for them. That's awesome. I would highly encourage it. What's more important though, is not the trainers doing the work. It's the clients doing the work. We have to remember that we're pet dog trainers. I'm a, I am, I'm a pet dog trainer. So I'm not training for myself. I'm training for my client to be successful. So what I always, what I'm always interested in seeing, not to say like, oh, it doesn't work is like, let's see how well the owner does with the dog. That's all that really matters. How well does the owner do with the dog? And if the owner can do stuff with the dog, 
also, um, that's the biggest thing. Also, can the dog learn to relax or is it always in drive? And then what are you training for? Are you training for for, for family home life? Are you training for sport? I don't do sport. I don't do do any type of like sport or I don't even do task training. I'm just training family pets historically how to do basic commands and then how to stop unwanted behaviors. So, it, you know, that's all, that's all, that's all I, you know, pretty much, I mean, I just said a lot there. All right. But thanks a lot for joining the show. I think you're new. He said, yes, I'm new. Thank you so much. And, and thank you so much. Next. Jasmine, other ways to build confidence besides getting the dog up on raised surfaces and under things, she's gotten really good at that. Yeah, I think by just exposing your dog, teach your dog existence. So it's like, take your dog places. But also, holding your dog accountable to basic obedience is actually a confidence raiser. Next. Karen, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to both of you. Love the two of you. Love all that the two of you do every day. Awesome. Thank you. And we're bigger than this company's bigger than the two of us, but thank you so much. And, and my staff, I often, whenever we have staff meetings, like we had one right back when we got back from um, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and, um, and and there's a lot, like there's, a lot of people like to mention Jeff Gelman. Um, the, this is my philosophy. If you have something bad to say, you say Jeff Gelman, okay? If you have something good to say, it's solid canine training. And if they don't say solid canine training, I make sure my know my my staff all knows I will take 100% of the shit, but I will give away all the fucking, all the success, all the success. So, but I will take I will take the heat for all my staff because it's my fucking company. But all of you deserve are very well deserved of all the hard work you're doing. Next. John, one last question for me, Jeff. Why is my dog social outside of our home but shakes and is nervous when strangers come over? Um, it could be a... Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I don't let people pet him, but he doesn't shake in public in front of people and it's and it's pretty compliant. So is the dog active in public or, or, or is it um, um, just being still in public? Sometimes active is hiding all the nervousness. Um, also, your dog might have a, um, a, a the, the flight response. Your dog's just really nervous and it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. Your dog feels like it can't escape if it wanted to. So what you do is, I know it's hard to watch, but have your dog in place. Nobody wants to see the dog shaking, myself included. But it's usually part of the pressure. It's usually part of the process. Holy shit! It's already eight thirty. Sure is. Oh my gosh! It's time to go. Yep. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Show's over. Show's over. Um, guys, it's a 90-minute show. We're above. We're over the 90 minutes. We've got to really stick to it. I know. I know. I've got to get back home. Joelle, you've got I probably got a million things to, to do. Oh, yeah. you're, you're doing last rotation tonight. All right. Madly in love with you guys. We will be back. What day of the week's today? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot. We've uh, we'll do a Saturday night show because mm-hmm. this. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got a, a seminar in Providence, but we're in Providence. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll do. Uh, the show will end. We'll do. Um, uh, 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 grab, grab, we'll probably get some food delivered, um, and then um, uh, we'll do the show. I might have to run Angelo home because Angelo's going to be here. He's working this weekend. Cool. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I'll do some distraction work for you, Papa. <laughs> nice. So, all right, all right. Madly in love with you guys. Um, year ain't over yet, but if we don't see you, you know. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, and uh, man, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. All right, love you all. Bye bye.